In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello, hello, Kiora. Hello, Morena. Kiora. We are live from down under, live from Australasia. It feels so different being on the same time zones. I don't know well, why. Well, we got the days. I got the days confused being on the same time zones because I had no idea what day we'd be recording in Australia. Turns out tomorrow. And I just nodded along. This is my life now. Is not along now and deal with the issue later. Instead of just thinking it through. That's my life always, honestly. Um, but here we are. I'm in Hawke's Bay, coming live from Havelock North, Hawke's Bay, New Zealand. I interviewed someone recently who was, had lived in Hawke's Bay. It will come to me. <laughs> I don't know who. Someone cute, like a, mo- like a model oh, yeah. or something. Yep. But yeah, it's gorgeous. The native birds are, are birding. We went for a like, walk up. Tomato Peak last night, which was gorgeous at sunset, and then tried to get dinner at 8.30 and all the restaurants were not serving food anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it's so sleepy. That's, that's really nice, though. That's quite a nice energy. A 6 p.m. dinner, a nice early. Yeah. And it's it's also so nice because you just forget, I guess, um, it's going to sound like such a stupid privilege comment, but you kind of forget that it's winter in LA because it's sunny. But then the but then the sun is going down at five PM, so it's so nice to be here with the long summer days. And last time I was in New Zealand, it was right before all of the crazy flooding that happened in Hawke's Bay, and the weather was mm. bonkers. Like it was just pouring with rain the entire time. So Amar hasn't seen any of my hometown, um, so it's been really nice to just chill. Actually, this is quite funny. We landed from LA, and then I, as you just did with us with our recording time. I like to just zone out completely about basically every any everything and anything I don't have to focus my attention on because yeah anything details focused yeah because focusing my attention on things takes a lot with this brain so I'm like I'm just gonna be smooth brain about anything else. Amar says he's booking a rental car 
he kind of was like, we flew, we're flying into Auckland and then it's only an hour to fly to Hawke's Bay, but we would then fly to Hawke's Bay and not have a car and you need a car here because it's the countryside basically. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, let's just drive from Auckland to Hawke's Bay right when we land in LA, um, right when we land in Auckland. So it would be a five and a half hour drive after a 12 hour flight. And for some reason, I was just like, fine, whatever. And he was like, I'll book us the rental car. I've done that drive so many times that I was just, it's fine. So I was like, okay, whatever. Um, he said he'd book the rental car. I just zoned out of it. And then we arrive and he was like, okay, it's a company called like Discount Rental Cars or something. I was like, what? Where Discount is this? Rentals, I, was like, I was like, not sixed. Like what's going on? Or hurts at the very fucking least. <laughs> so we get on this bus. This shuttle has to pick us up from the airport. We're already waiting for like, I hate American Airlines. I fucking hate them. We're waiting for like an hour for our bags. And this is after, this is the same airline, the very same airline that lost my bag. That lost that your time. bags. I was going to say, she's back for more. I know. I, like, I also <laughs> didn't book those flights. I was like, where's Air New Zealand? Fuck. Fuck's and sake. it was just feral and disgusting. The, the like food and everything. It was, the bun was ice cold. The bun was literally oh my frozen. God. And I no. ate it anyway. How, wait, have you heard this like, horror show that planes in yes. Canada and one more the the doors are just coming off mid-flight I can't yeah because what happened with that plane this is I've read like a vague headline what happened with that plane like emergency landing and people there was a plane with a door literally came off mid-flight in the air and people got sucked out Jesus and then it landed Christ. and only like a couple of people who happened to be close to their did. And then there was another plane that had the same door problem. And then we all got talking about it on the weekend and someone was saying a story about, which about how we all used to watch Air Crash Investigation. That was like so random. No, but. Okay. <laughs> Australian thing. Um, but there was this one case where the door blasted off and then the air hostess nearly got sucked out and everyone like stood on her until the plane landed and then she didn't die oh my god to, like keep her down i can't i can't think of anything more horrific than being sucked out of a plane i just watched twister the other day and this is reminding <laughs> me of twister helen hunt's dad gets sucked out of the 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 thing yes we used to always watch that when we had a like a like a school trip? A supply teacher, like a, what's it called? A te- like the replacement teacher. They'd always put on Twister. Yeah, I think that was a big Australian thing. That's what my other Australian <laughs> friends were saying. And Why? I was like, I, I've never seen that movie in my life. And I went to the Academy Museum um, cinema and watched it. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't allow like, you to have popcorn though. And I was like, that's so illegal for a um, screening like this. Yeah, that's stale, especially for Twister. Yeah, especially for Twister. I was like, if any movie you need... Crispy M&Ms and popcorn shaken up in a little bag. It's that. Yeah. And they like run towards the twisters, correct? Because mm-hmm. they're like, because they, they want to, they, them? no, basically twisters were so, um, they no, they are so unresearched because it was impossible. So it was impossible to predict when they were coming. So no one had any warning in the towns. I think the, the most warning they would get before a twister was going to come and rip through the fucking house was three minutes. So, these people were trying to these people were trying to but twisters real tornadoes yeah mini tornadoes there's all those random places in um america where they live in like the fucking yeah it feels like the only place twisters happen is america i know yeah. i know that's not true i'm just spiritually it feels true that's what amar says about the aliens 
He's like, why, if aliens are true, do they only go to like these random spots in America and no one else has ever seen them? And I was like, that's a good question. Exactly. Also, apparently Area 54 was invented as like a PR campaign to scare the Russians. So they, they just made out like they knew all this shit to freak the Russians out during the Cold War. They have nothing. Yeah, that's basically what Amar's saying. I believe that so deeply. What's the chances that an alien actually looks like this, like, cartoon drawing that someone just made up at some point? (laughs) (laughs) A green little man who's, like, this big. I know. What the fuck were we talking about before this? Um, American Airlines. Planes flying. Food, bun, 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 bun. The bun was disgusting, but I ate it anyway. And then we land, right? We get out of the airport, we get on this fucking shuttle to discount car rentals, which is in Mangadei, which is like ages away from the airport no. in South Auckland and the opposite direction of the way we're driving. We get there, we the girl takes us to our car. It is literally from like 19, I said 1948 and I was like, that makes it sound cool and vintage. It was 1990. Really? 1990, like literally 1990. There was a CD player, no aux, like obviously no way of connecting your phone, no way of like watching the maps, no way of listening to the radio, no way of listening to podcasts, no way of going above 80 kilometers per hour when you're flooring it up the Napier Taupo Hills. I was like having an actual minty bee and I was like, you're such a princess. Like, I didn't know you were such a princess. I thought you would laugh at that. Uh, stop I was like, covering for yourself, Amar. You've made an error. Uh, yeah, you made I, a mistake. I was like, when the fuck would I ever laugh at this? Like, this is not fun for me. And he was like, that's novelty. It's like funny. It's nostalgic. And I was like, it's not fucking nostalgic to be in a car for five and a half hours when you can't even listen to a cheeky little Case File episode. Silence, each other's company. I, don't I know. Think so. We just listened to Case File on my cell phone. I was like, this sucks. And I hate, I hate that, like the phone audio in a car. Yeah. Try trying to overtake trucks up a hill. We were like going backwards. <laughs> I can't believe legally you can rent like a car from the 90s. Yeah. We also went back inside because I literally was like, I'm not driving this car. And we went back inside and asked for an upgrade or like to swap cars. And she was just like, we don't have any other cars. This is the only car I was like, I will pay. Like, I wish I'd known this. What the fuck is going on? You like look in the in the garage and it's just 20 of that exact car. It's like all they rent. Yeah. That's so, so funny. That happened, and then obviously we're fighting within two seconds of landing in New Zealand. I was yeah, like, "12-hour flight, you're, you know, you're tired, you're not fresh." Every single time I go to the airport, I have to buy a new neck pillow as well. Because every single time I go to the airport, I forget my neck pillow. Yeah, I'm not really a neck pillow girl, but I, I, I could literally sleep in, a, in the middle of a hurricane. <laughs> you're, you're asleep during Twister. <laughs> Wait, so when you sleep on a plane, what does your neck do? I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes I'll do the old, I'm leaning on my hand. hand, Or I kind of just find a position. Or I I always get window seats too. That's crazy to me. But I think it's it definitely causes neck problems. But I literally fall asleep before takeoff almost every time. Yeah, that's very special. I'm trying to think. We didn't even watch anything. Oh, we watched... The final episode of the sorry, the final episode that's out of the curse. Nice. I'm I'm still only up to episode one. And then I read a book, which is the first time I've read a book in a bloody long time. Nice. What was it? Megan Nolan. Have you heard of her? Irish no. writer. No. She's um, 
everyone loves the Irish. You need to start leaning into being Irish more. You'll get. I yeah, I think I'm going to. You'll get cast in a role and get your debut novel picked exactly. up immediately. I'll set it in Dublin. Yeah, she sets it in Dublin, literally. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to be like, I'll change my name when I have like the most Irish name of all time. Yeah. Uh, um, it's called Acts of Desperation. It came out in like 2021 or something, but people are kind of talking about it a lot now. And it's it's really good. It's basically about her. Um, you don't know if it is like autobiographical or not. Um, or fiction, but it, I think it's, I think it is true. And it's just basically about her being in this toxic kind of emotionally coercive, controlly abusive relationship when she was like 24. Mm. Um, and it's, it's really good. The way she kind of writes about like desire and pleasure and all of the ways that like women's minds are fucked when it comes to sex and love is really very honest in a way that I was like, God, if you have to be this honest to write a novel, I'm not doing it. I'm out. <laughs> but yeah, it was really good. I ripped through it. I read it um, really fast. I think you'll like it. And then her second book, I was Googling her last night and her second book's just come out, awesome. which is apparently like really different to the first. Um, and Love. yeah, but yeah, she's Irish. Everyone goes mad for the Irish. The luck of the Irish. Um, I've been, I'm in such smooth brain mode at the moment. I just have no capacity for like anything of substance outside of work. Um, and I've been obsessed with the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City finale. Oh my God. Yeah. Have you seen the footage? Have you seen yeah. the footage? Who is, so what was the deal? Was there someone that was, uh, that someone was, did someone have an Instagram account where they were leaking shit? So almost the opposite, it's like, I actually hadn't been up to date with Salt Lake City, so I just saw this on TikTok and then watched the episode. And it's, even if you don't give a fuck about Housewives, this is just so iconic and funny. The final episode, all the women are gathered around the dinner table and they're chatting and they're saying, I'd love to, like, let's ask questions about each other that we've never asked before, blah, blah, blah. And one of them turns to, called Heather, turns to Monica and she says, I'd like to ask who the real Monica is because I don't feel like you've been honest with us this season. And she's the only newbie. And she's like, I have been honest with you guys, blah, blah, blah. And she goes, well, I know you haven't because you're not Monica. You are. And then it goes dun dun and cuts back two hours earlier to the rest of the woman on the beach, like big little lies. <laughs> and they're all gathered together. And Heather basically tells everyone that she hired, they beep out the name. And I swear to God, she says her friend who works at the FBI hired them to investigate this woman because she had a sus vibe about her and they found out that she ran this troll account called reality von (laughs) it's like the funniest name and it basically has tortured these women for four years it was the account that helped take down jen shah and get her sent to prison (laughs) and it's just posted the most heinous rumors about all of them like attacked and destroyed their marriages just crazy and she was running it and then managed to get on the show after running it for years. So she knew all this drama about them from people like DMing the account that she bought into the show. Oh my God. And do you think producers, did producers know? They must have. They must have. But I don't know. 
Wow. Yeah, because I, I, be I saw the footage but, and it was yeah. just like the reality Von Teese thing and I was like, this is crazy. And it's I so saw, funny. I think it was Jennifer Lawrence on like the Golden Globes red carpet being like, I would like to thank the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City for the best reality TV finale I've ever seen in my life. It literally so then was the what best happened? in history. So then Because then like, she goes, she was like, oh, that's, that's not like totally true. And then everyone lost their minds. So at first she goes, no, no. <laughs> And you can see her brain like ticking and working. She's like, what do I say? And then Heather's like, I've got it all. Receipts, screenshots, texts. But she just goes into one. It's like an Emmy-worthy performance. She's like proving that you are cyber bully and internet troll reality vontees. And then she goes, well, it's not entirely true. And then everyone starts screaming at her. It's so funny. They go, disgusting, disgusting. <laughs> and what does she mean by it's not entirely true? So she says that she's obviously just buying time trying to figure out what to say, but she says that it was like multiple people who did it together, which I'm sure is true. And that and that she stopped conveniently stopped doing it after Jen Shah went to prison, but she she is basically like there's so much more to say, but I'm just going to leave now. And there's this really jarre shot of her like having to just get up and leave the set because all the women are like just go home. Um but the reunion, I think, is maybe out now. I think it aired last night. So that's what I'll be doing as soon as this <laughs> call is off. <laughs> but it's just so reality von tease kills me as a name. And it's so good. Secondly, just like... It makes so much sense because I'm like, you don't become an internet troll or have one of those anonymous accounts unless you secretly want to be a housewife. Like, you don't have that much hatred and vitriol towards people unless you low-key kind of want to be them. So it's very meta Mm -hmm. in that way. Wow. That's incredible. And Heather, who caught her, owns a, a beauty spa that does filler treatments and... Heather just throws in there that she got a bunch of she got nose filler and like forehead filler done and then just didn't pay and now so she's suing Heather saying that she didn't pay because the work was botched (laughs) oh my god I'm like don't don't get filler on a payment plan I think it's just a good life rule that's also so crazy like you just I mean you know that it's so funny how you think those people just have so much money, but a lot of the time they actually don't. And they're doing it to be on the show because they need the money. Yeah, exactly. And she's kind of, they now and again have like a poor housewife to mix it up. And she's definitely this season, obviously. She's like a single mum of four. She clearly has like a lot less money than the rest of the women. So in some ways I'm like proud of her. And in other ways I think she's a, sociopath <laughs> so i don't know class warfare i want to watch the the um i'm going to watch the reunion without having seen anything i feel like watch this the is finale all I need to episode know. honestly i still can't I've believe watched i never times. watched scandinoval what's happening scandoval <laughs> what scandinoval what is it scandoval what happened there um it was really, really, really good. That's another one as well where you could just watch the final episode of the reunion and uh, and catch up quick. They were together for 10 years and then he had a full-blown affair with like one of her best friends while they were filming and there were episodes where the best friend and 
Ariana were talking about like how she felt ugly during sex and they weren't having sex as much as usual because she had low self-esteem and she was really struggling with that and the friend was fucking him at that time. And then now what's happening? Um, the new season's coming out soon, um, but Raquel, the, the, the girl, isn't on it. But she's, I don't know, when you watch the reunion, you're like, she's not really, like, mentally fit to be on the show. It was, like, a bit... She's just Touch so out of her depth and doesn't understand what's going on and, like, just says the craziest shit and I kind of feel sorry for her. But Tom's back, baby. And the wife. So Raquel's the friend. Yeah, and Ariana's the, the, the slighted woman. And she's not, um, she's re- returning? No. Yeah, she's returning. But she's just America's sweetheart now and everyone loves her and she made all this money. Basically, they'd bought a big house together and he's refusing to leave. So she's trying to make enough money to buy him out. Um, and so she was just doing all this crazy spawn con and then everyone was just engaging with it and being like, yes, we love this because everyone just wants her to make enough money to be free. <laughs> it's really funny. So I'm very excited for that too. Like when our girls embrace the McDonald's ads. Yes, exactly. Someone said that the other day, like as a joke, they were like, oh, you could do like a McDonald's ad. I was like, we love doing McDonald's ads. <laughs> yeah, we, we have, we have before and we will again. <laughs> Is there anything more consistent in life than a fillet of fish? A fillet of fish. Um, Should we go Golden Globes? Yeah, let's go Golden Globes. <laughs> I was just going to say I had KFC um, when we drove down to Bali because there was just nothing else open and it was so disgusting. KFC's always been disgusting. It always makes me feel so sick afterwards. We were saying it's like the first bite is euphoric and then everything from there afterwards is just so depraved. And Too then when much you leave, oil. That oil is, like, sick. My grandma yesterday, (laughs) my grandma yesterday, she's, like, getting dementia, which is sad, obviously, but it's still in the, like, funny stage. My (laughs) Uncle Johnny was over from Scotland. My grandma kept – firstly, she didn't remember meeting a ma, so he had to, like, do that whole thing again. And then um, she kept asking us if we wanted, like, a water or a drink. And we were just like, no, thanks. And then, like, we'd carry on speaking. And she'd be like, do you want a water? And I was like, no, thanks. And I was like, no, thanks. And, like, Uncle Johnny's like, no, thanks. And Cousin Daniel's like, no, thanks. <laughs> and then um, she asked again. And my <laughs> uncle was like, for God's sake, someone just have a drink. But then she got caught on calling. It was, this was, like, quite jokes. She basically called Daniel fat. <laughs> Aww. Which is like so her. Like such she used a, to do that when I was thing. such a grandma thing. She used to do that when I was younger. She'd be like, oh, "I'm the skinniest in the family." And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> like when she was like in full health, I was like, "Shut the fuck up!" And then so she was basically like, "Oh, Grandmas. Daniel, you're like putting on a bit of weight." But then because she like is getting dementia, she just said it like 18 times in oh a row. God. Like she just kept telling him he was getting fat. And I was like, God. That is so that is so funny. And then I was like, he's not even that fat. But then she kept talking about like um oil and food, like as if it was like the seventies. Yeah. So she was just like, you know, you just shouldn't cook with butter. And I was like, no one cooks with butter. I do. But yeah, KFC was like that that exact vibe of just too oily. The food's the food's bad. It's so gross. Um, yeah, my brother's like a hardcore vegan and he's like so healthy. And he said he ate one McDonald's hash brown and he was like sick for like three days. Oh my God. Because <laughs> the oil is so foul. Mm. Yeah, I believe it. I think that's what made me sick on New Year's Eve when I was throwing up like crazy. I think it's just that I ate like 
fondue, vodka pasta, <laughs> pizza, and a huge cookie all in like a three-hour period. I don't even cookie. think it was food poisoning. I think it was just like... Your body was just like, please stop <laughs> doing this. I'm trying to keep you alive. Um, okay, Golden Globes. Okay, the GGs. I have to say, for the first time, maybe in forever, I watched the whole thing. I came home on Monday night and we were all... The fam was hanging out and it was on Stan and we just watched it from start to finish. That's nice. You've seen a lot more than me then. Yeah. I can fill in the gaps for you. I've seen the opening monologue, which I just watched on YouTube, and I've seen the red carpet. Yeah. Um, I mean, the monologue is hard. hard Okay, do you know what? (laughs) Unpopular opinion. I think because I've heard so much about the monologue being really shit, I didn't hate it as as, as much as everyone else did. I think I feel bad for the poor guy. Yeah, so this was Joe Coy, who's a, a like American stand-up um, hosted, and yeah, I hadn't read anything about him being bad. So when I watched it, I was like, "Oh, this is just awkward." It wasn't like a train wreck, worst thing that's ever happened. But he made f- a fatal error, which is he was kind of tanking. Like a few jokes didn't really land, and then he goes. I know these jokes are shit, which like sometimes you can make a a self-deprecating joke about something bombing and it's funny and it gets people back in. But he goes, I literally had only 10 days to prepare this. The jokes you're laughing at are the jokes I wrote and the jokes I'm not laughing at are the jokes someone else wrote. And I was like, oh, like, stop Joe Coy. Mm. This just makes it awkward for everyone now because now we feel sorry for you. And I also think that... I just think that every single time I see a male stand-up comedian do stand up or they always talk about penises yeah or sex or drugs and with this yeah the the obviously the jokes that weren't were never gonna land that i don't really get him even thinking he should make was like the barbie one and the taylor swift one but he did explain that with the taylor swift one he was trying to have a go at like the nfl showing her on the screen the whole time not her being there or her dating him. But I was just like, you should understand that the world right now is very pro Taylor Swift and anything you say can and will be used against you. I will say a controversial opinion is I don't, I just don't love, I know that it's, we don't necessarily know that cutting to her and her looking pissed off means that she was pissed off. I guess it does, but I just, it's moments like that where she takes herself very seriously that I'm like, come on, like that was such a like a tepid joke. I know she's mm. hypersensitive to jokes about boyfriends and being reduced to her boyfriends, but that that was such a like PG, low-key, you know. I guess you just are, I think in those moments you are quite scared of like, you're just, you're processing it in real time and you're quite, you don't even know how you feel about it yet because it's happening. It's like someone is saying a joke about you on a stage in front of millions of people because it's being broadcast and you know your face is going to be on it and you're kind of like, I think you're just processing and you don't also want to laugh and then change your mind later. It's also fair, I guess, in Taylor Swift's defense to have had like the craziest year she's had and like the only joke to be made about you to be about your boyfriend. Like I do, I do get it. Yeah, I reckon she's just, I reckon it's just a real time thing of her hearing her name and just being like what the fuck are you gonna say now but yeah I agree I think other people kind of did that with it where they were sort of I think the the men do a really good job of sort of like acknowledging that the that they're being talked about but not not even looking that happy 
but not looking that angry, just sort of like mildly smiling and nodding or something. Yes. He he didn't go – obviously we're used to like the Ricky Gervais where he goes for the jugular, that it's very funny, so you get away with it. He's like a very good roaster. Um, I missed – that element because the jokes just felt like he was too scared to give anyone a proper jab so it felt kind of yeah talking about like Meryl Streep winning awards it's just like I know and talk about uh, he went to Kevin Costner I was like the divorce the divorce the 145 million dollar divorce nothing we got nothing yeah easy fodder he just said Kevin he just said he's never here he's usually in the bush I was like I don't get that (laughs) (laughs) but um yeah, that was – that obviously bombed. Everyone was, like, apparently talking about it all night long at the after parties and everything. Oh, if he sad. only did get 10 days' notice because he was a last-minute fill-in, that's that's fair for him to be pissed off. But I do feel like 10 days is long enough to have maybe pulled something better together, if I'm being brutally honest. Agreed. It is the gig of a lifetime. I feel like after work drinks could have done it better, honestly. Same. The only really funny one was Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig. They're so fucking funny. Yeah. Just people like that. They can be so funny doing nothing. It's just amazing. There was also an audio problem in the room, I think. Like, even after that, I think Jared Leto and Angela Bassett came out, which poor Angela Bassett. And the the there's something about how the crowd laughed that always made it feel awkward in the like the way the audio was recorded or something mm. I found because it it just always sounded awkward. Yeah. Okay, so poor him. <laughs> Bad little speech. <laughs> One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Okay, should we do red carpet? Yeah. Who was your number one? Number one, Hunter. Oh, my God, same. I oh my God. died. I was like, Amar, I know you don't give a fuck. I mean, he likes Hunter Schaefer. But I was like, I know you don't give a fuck, but look at this. It's blowing in the wind. It's blowing in the wind. It was God. so good. So good. She just always looks so stunning. She's just perfect. Absolutely no perfect. notes. Yeah. It was kind of the only – I mean, I liked um, – I liked, what's her name, Julia Garner. Is it Julia Garner? Why do I always think that's her name and that's Ben Affleck's ex-wife? The cute girl from Ozark. Yeah, Julia Garner. She was in the super sparkly, low-cut 
number. I'm not sure who that was by, but I liked that too. Yeah, I really liked um, Carrie Mulligan. Oh, I didn't see Carrie Mulligan. And Schiaparelli. She's in like a um, 1949 reissue gown. And she's styled by this Andrew Mukamal guy. I don't know how to say his last name. Who's been doing Margot recently. Also did Billie Eilish. Does Carrie Mulligan. Um, She looks really pretty. that's so good. That's really good. Um, I liked Ayo from the Bears. Fit. Yeah. Ayo, Edaberry, the little, I think it's Prada. Just very cute and elegant for like a a winner. Yeah, very cute and elegant. Um, I loved Rosamund Pike. I loved it too. I thought it was so good. Why is she so good? Her and Dior. She looked fucking flawless. Like her face is just crazy. She's so hot. She's so hot. She's so elegant, but she needs to do, like, I think she just needs to do some really, really good magazine editorials, like how they reimagine Anne Hathaway. I can just so see her looking so fucking good in, like, baggy jeans. Balenciaga. She needs to be, like, a Balenciaga person instead of Dior. Yep. Agreed. Yeah, I want to see her sexed up a bit. Dua in um, Chaparelli as well. Yeah, I I really liked that. Yeah. She just looks phenom. I loved Billie Eilish. I know people feel like that one was a bit more polarizing, but I thought it was super cool. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it, if I'm honest. Mm. She's not sold. (laughs) Yeah, it just feels... Yeah, I don't like the pink socks, for one thing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just on it now. I hadn't had any proper thoughts before before now. But, yeah, I don't know. I prefer her... And her little Simone Rocha gowns. Yeah, it's fair. It's a it's a fair comment. She's so pretty. Emma Stone looked very beautiful. I know it's she's always wearing some variation on that, and it's not exciting, but very tasteful, beautiful gown. Yeah, beautiful gowns. gowns. Greta Lee, obvi. Greta Lee, really, really nice. Um, trying to think of who else stood out. I think it was a nice red carpet. It felt. I have good energy about 2024, as we have said previously, and it felt, to me, this will be our first fully fun out of COVID joy year, and it felt like <laughs> you've been golden. saying there's going to be so like a, there's going to be literally like the Great Depression next week, but if that vibe I felt on the red carpet, it felt like everyone was having fun, everyone had dressed up, people had yeah, like Jennifer Lawrence was being all jokey, yeah. Yeah. saying she's going to leave if she doesn't win and then Emma Stone won and she like lost her mind screaming for her. <laughs> her being nominated for No Hard Feelings is literally crazy. It's so fucked up. America Ferreira looked really good. Oh, yep. Oh, my God. I was like, who's that? My, <laughs> I'm the fave? problem. It's me. Taylor Swift, what did you think about this Gucci green? I, I think it's it felt like a little bit more sort of fashion forward than she usually goes but just a tiny a tiny little step in the right direction I agree I didn't I didn't like it but I like it more than anything else she ever wears I also think knowing her it's a nod to reputation Mm. there's something we need to talk about tomorrow I think but I'm gonna put it on your radar now basically the New York Times have you seen this they posted they published a 5,000 word opinion piece on um 
Taylor Swift being gay and everyone is like losing their minds just being like, what the fuck is this? Because obviously you can like speculate and we speculate, but like the New York Times posting a piece like outing someone's sexuality just feels quite random. I was trying to, I was trying to figure out how I thought about it, what I thought about it yesterday. Um, But maybe we could read the piece and, and yeah, like the cut did a big piece being like, why the fuck is this happening? And the comments on the cut are crazy, but there's people. Yeah. There's people going both ways about it because obviously like she spends her whole life as, as we've talked about leaving clues in her music and tells her fans to listen to the lyrics. And then this is a queer writer writing about her interpretation of the lyrics. But at the same time, it's just like something that just would never be published about like Sean Mendes. It just, yeah, part of that's because <laughs> there would be much less of an appetite, but I do think it's so, so weird. And the New York yeah. Times is being a bit weird lately. I do feel mm-hmm. like they're kind of just trying some things to like, yes. <laughs> to change their vibe or their tone. I don't know. That just seems yeah. super random. It feels like someone pitched it and some editor wanting to appeal to like the TikTok generation said yes. Yeah, we should read it and talk about it on Patreon tomorrow. More thoughts um, to come, ladies. Um, thoughts to come. She looks very beautiful. Obviously, she is very beautiful, but I liked the hair and makeup and the earrings and such. I hated what Selena Gomez was wearing. Yeah, I did as well. I was going to say, are we going to do least faves? <laughs> I just scrolled to a photo of her. Jare. Yeah. She's so Jare. <laughs> it, was, it was a bit Jare. Um, Florence Pugh, I mean, oh. is not my fave, not my fave hair, but whatever. I don't think she cares. <laughs> I like that she does her own thing. Same. Basically. I like that she just, just, that's her style. She doesn't care. Yeah. It's bad yeah. and she likes it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> someone I saw, someone stylish I saw was, was like, yes, no notes. Like someone, some mm. cool stylist I follow on Instagram. And I was like, we're not aligned here. No, we're not aligned. Um, Pedro Pascal, what's happened to his poor arm? He's so hot. I thought he looked really nice. A lot of the menswear was really good. I like that this is becoming more and more of a thing. Like, I love Timmy's look. I loved sexy, naughty boy from the bear with his sheer shirt. Mm-hmm. Loved Barry in LV. Mm-hmm. That was Even just, good. like, John Krasinski wearing, like, a red jacket i don't like love it particularly but i love that he did it <laughs> me too it's really cute zach so was sweet. like he was like why is john krasinski there and i was like he's married to emily blood and he was like why he's just he's just a guy he's just a random guy like you got really upset and defensive <laughs> and i was like are you in love with emily blunt <laughs> <laughs> why is he married to her he directed a quiet place a very good horror movie if i, I know I he's say a so talented, sexy actor Zach's, Zach's offended by him. Um, Jillian Anderson looks so hot. Why is she wearing a handbag? I can't find her. I wouldn't. I wouldn't seek it out. Oh yeah, what? She's so yeah. cute. But yeah, she needs someone else to hold that for her. Um, any any other worst? I mean, I I tend to not love what Emily Blunt wears in general, and this was no exception. Oh, yeah, I, I thought. Agree. Natalie Portman looked amazing. I thought that dress was so beautiful. Yes. <laughs> I hate Jared Leto. Why is he always there? Why is he always there? Why doesn't he blink? Why does he look so youthful and fresh? 
He's like 52 years old. But yeah, I think all, all, all in all, it sounded like it was, it looks like a lot of fun. What did you think about um, Timmy and Kylie? I thought it was quite cute. I still haven't completely got my head around those two, but they were filmed having a little interaction and lip readers. This is like truly the new, the new career path for anyone coming up now is being an internet lip reader. I feel like there's so many people on TikTok who are like, I'm a professional lip reader and this is what people say in this interaction. Um, apparently they said, I love you to each other. I can see that. I saw cute. it. Even without a professional <laughs> yeah. lens, you can see. What are the chances of that happening and them being filmed? I guess just... I, I think... Well, was it live? Yeah, it was live. Oh, that's quite crazy. Yeah. I guess they were filming them the whole time maybe or no I guess they were like panning around saw them being sweet and then cut yeah. to but yeah, yeah. they I think she looked gorgeous yeah she looked great she looked really nice um I think it's very cute same I also think the internet kind of needed to or needs to people who don't understand it need to like recontextualize Timmy because he is just like a little fucking rich boy who would have moved in similar circles and just, I don't know. I don't really see him as being much more evolved than not that Kylie Jenner is not evolved. I think she actually is really evolved. She's like a mother of two lived a very big life business owner. Very smart, obviously. Yeah. Yes. His framing is like this alt boy is very intentional. Yes. From him branding. And he just looks, I feel like when he looks at her, he just looks like enamored in this way that I'm like, yes, you should be. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think she deserved that after Travis Scott. Exactly. Yeah, so that was very sweet. Apparently, uh, I don't know why I saw this. There was a there was another bit of footage that came out of like Taylor Sw- Selena Gomez saying something to Taylor Swift and Taylor Swift looking shocked and a lip reader said that she Selena Gomez said I asked him for a photo and he wouldn't even get a photo with me and Taylor Swift was like, what? Oh, my God. And looked really shocked. And apparently, I don't know how people put this together, Selena Gomez tried to get a photo with Timothy Chalamet and he wouldn't get a photo with her because they were in a movie together and are like friends. But obviously he's dating Kylie Jenner who had the big falling out with Selena Gomez. Da, oh, yeah. Da, da. Could all be just people on the internet being crazy. But it did look like that's what she was saying. The eyebrow thing. Yeah, the I thought did, I I would have immediately gone to her talking about her boyfriend, but her boyfriend definitely would have gotten a photo with her. Benny, was he there? Yeah, mm. they were pashing. They were seen pashing. Oh, Jare, I don't. Yeah, he wouldn't get a photo with me, Benny. Benny is thrilled. That Benny is actually for I know it was her. huge news at the time, but I'm like Selena Gomez v Kylie Jenner is like a real celebrity smackdown. Yeah, it's huge. Because it got made very much about Hailey Bieber. I was like, oh, this is an unfair fight. But Kylie versus Selena. Yeah. And that was the eyebrow thing, right? Yeah. The stupidest <laughs> fight ever. The stupidest so fight funny. ever. Um, but yeah, I feel like what what else was there to note of um, winners? Lily Gladstone won, as Lily she Gladstone should. Lily Gladstone won. That was great. Ali Wong beef won heaps of stuff, which was awesome. And when Ali Wong won, she kissed Bill Hader and it was so cute. They're so cute. I love that. I know. And she got on stage. She just seems like the most evolved 
normal, cool person. And when she got on stage, she basically said, I just want to thank my best friend and the father of my children because without him, I wouldn't be able to do projects like this because he takes on like a huge chunk of the childcare. And I was like, that's so cool. And then when Jeremy Allen White came up to silence, silence for the mother of his two children who allows him to make the bear. I was like, women are just so amazing. Like the fact that Mm -hmm. she felt like she needed to say that because it's probably true. And yet I've never, ever, ever heard a man except for Ryan Gosling that time. What did he do? When he got the award for La La Land, he basically just said, like, the only way this was possible for me to do was for, like, Ava Mendes to agree to stay home with the kids for a chunk of time. And, like, I couldn't do this work without her making that sacrifice. That is so special. I love those two. They're so cute. A little (laughs) pee. Yeah. Jeremy Allen White, he's in the dog box with me. I agree. Since looking at his ex-girlfriend's Instagram. I know. I'm team her. Same. I love yeah. him dating Rosalia because they're both sexy, sexy, yeah. sexy little street rats. Yeah, they're sexy street rats because he's he's very short. I saw in the um in the live broadcast, so she must be tiny as well. They're having like pint sized, crazy hot sex. Yeah, and then she wears like a little mini skirt and Prada sling wax and smokes a cigarette. She's so really good. Hot. Ushering in a a, a a better era. It's <laughs> good for the culture. Do you can you believe the Super Bowl is in like less than a month? Who's doing it? Usher. Usher. Mm. After Rihanna, I'm not so excited for Usher, but I do believe he will bring it. Yeah, he's a great performer. It's crazy he hasn't done it before. He's got so many bangers. I know it's true. Burn. But I agree. With Rihanna, I was crying. <laughs> I remember literally losing my mind with her being pregnant. <laughs> yeah, that was really special. Um, okay, so winners was all the usual suspects pretty much. Succession, Oppenheimer won heaps. Really cute. Kieran Culkin won Best Actor over Jeremy Strong and Brian Cox for the last season of Succession. Love. Which I think is fair. He was yeah. so fucking good. For sure. And Tom, what's his name? Tom won. He's in Twist. No, who's in Twister? Tom? Surely no. not. No, um, thingy. The dad. Older one. Mm-mm. Ah, yes. So I was <laughs> listening to a, po- um, a, a podcast, a reality, like, Bravo podcast, and they were saying that he he was walking with a walking stick on stage, and apparently that's because he, like – I don't know if he was drunk or not, but like drove into a pizza parlor in LA recently and then just drove off. Who did? <laughs> the older brother from Succession. Oh my God. Yeah. Which is, it's kind of funny. I wonder what pizza parlor. The actor, the actor allegedly damaged three vehicles before plowing his own into a Los Angeles pizza restaurant on Halloween. that's that's kind of what was he dressed as i wonder i know that's really funny rock has since been sued yeah all of the usual suspects won um barbie didn't win as many how many were they nominated for they won like two right i think cinematic box office achievement above taylor swift yeah do you think taylor swift was like why the fuck did i come out or do you think she was fine i think she'd be fine to lose to barbie i think anything else i think she likes 
being out and about, to be fair. Yeah. I think she would have been stoked to go to the Golden Globes. Yeah. A night out, a night off. Yeah, Barbie won the song and the cinematic box office. I think it was just those two. Right, Billie Eilish's song yeah. won over Dua Lipa's. Yeah, I think that's fair. Same, but I never listened to the Billie Eilish one. I don't think I've ever listened to it, although I know it's a good song. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, I like the I like the box office cinematic achievement one, but it does. I think it's good. It feels like they almost created it for Barbie, which is fair because it's like recognizing something that had this huge cultural impact even if it wasn't necessarily, like, you know, the kind of art house e movie that tends to win awards. Um, but it's, like, going forward, they will just give it to the movie that made the most money, basically, which is kind of funny. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They should have just given Barbie a special award. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that was great. So cute seeing everyone on the stage. Um, the bear won a bunch of stuff. Who else was, like, unexpected? Have you seen Poor Things yet? No, I'm so desperate to see it. Yeah. I want to know what you thought, but I haven't seen it either. Yeah, I'm very desperate to see that. So, yeah, Emma Stone won again and she beat – who was the person? I guess Margot was the main one that she beat in that category. But it's – yeah, it just looks like it's a very cool, amazing movie. Mm. William Defoe, who we keep talking about every week now, just got his star on the Walk of Fame. Special. Have to go give that a visit. <laughs> he kissed it. Oh, God. I guess it's a brand new slab. I'm just like, that area is so disgusting. Yeah. It's so funny how you have this vision of it as being this super cool, amazing thing. And then when you see it, it's just like this horrible stretch. Yeah, my sister was like, we're going to go to the Walk of Fame. And then she texted me like 10 minutes later and was like, we're leaving. <laughs> I was like, yeah, sorry. Um, it's unsafe around there. When I was last there, that was like the hotel I stayed at was near the Walk of Fame. And I was terrified every time I left. Yeah. You don't want to stay in Hollywood. Absolutely you do not want to stay not. in Hollywood. Absolutely. What else is there to say about Golden Globes? Nothing really. I kind of, yeah. Bradley Cooper looked quite upset when he didn't win things. I just wanted to, like, chat with him and just tell him to, like, tone it down a tad. And then he will receive the awards he craves. Yes. You have to, like, um, treat him mean, keep him keen. Yes. He's, like, that footage on TikTok of him, like, being the maestro and doing that thing. It just, I'm like, just take it down a notch, BC. I know. Um, I do feel like Celine's song was was robbed for past lives a little bit. It didn't really win anything major. Anatomy of a Fall won a lot, which... I still need to see that. I haven't finished it. But I do fear I was given quite a major spoiler by the director's acceptance speech. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> she was so cool in French. She won like two or three awards and she literally was just so clearly wearing like a pair of pants and a shirt from her own wardrobe and just like had done her own hair and makeup and she had glasses on. And when she won the award, she just like chucked it on the ground and like was <laughs> reading out. She just didn't care. I was like, I love so French, French people. Humbling that room. 
humbling Bradley Cooper who would like crawl over hot coals to get his hands on one of those. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's so iconic. What would you have wanted to wear? What would you have wanted to wear? What would you have like worn? Wait, okay. Yeah. What would you have worn and then what would you have like gotten to the red carpet and been like, for fuck's sake, I wish this was me. Obviously Hunter Schaefer. Oh yeah, obviously Hunter Schaefer would have looked at and just been like, God, I failed. I I I just feel like I'm the kind of person that would envision going big and fashiony and would just end up wearing something like Taylor Swift and hating myself at the event. <laughs> I same. can see that trajectory. Obviously same. Also, like, it would be so hard because you'd just get caught up in, like, some designer saying they were going to make you a thing. Yes. That's another big thing I think people don't realize. And also people are just mean. Like, when we were just sitting watching it, it's like you cut to someone and people are just like, ugh, what's that dress? Or, like, we collectively as humans are just mean. And I think if you suddenly realize, like, tens of millions of people are going to look at this outfit and tear it apart, you would just panic and be like, let's play it safe. Let's fade into the background. Yeah. But, like, a Greta Lee in a tasteful Loewe, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Can't go, Can't go wrong. I don't I, I, I really don't like the colour purple. I know it's not not the film, but the <laughs> the actual colour itself. I, I agree. I get why Oprah was wearing it as a nod to the film, but like Brie Larson and Prada. Yeah. No. That's a no from me. It, it, that was a no from me as well, sadly. But yeah, Greatly gorgeous. That's you'd feel cool in that. Um Yeah, that's the kind of perfect mix of cool but still pretty and not I'd honestly be like Selena Gomez. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know with like, yeah. What would you, okay, what would you do? What would you really do, tell the truth? If like a major brand that you're obsessed with offered to dress you and then the dress came through day of or day before and you like looked and felt horrible in it, would you just cop it or would you change and like burn the bridge? Well, it's just like, what would you even fucking change into? Yeah, say something came up that was like Taylor Swift style. Another brand sent something. It's not made for you. It's like a little boring, but you're like, okay, I feel nice in this. Um, It's hard because then you'd be like severing that relationship with the brand, which is money. You'd probably just wear it. I think you'd just wear it. Elle Fanning looked really nice, actually. She looked really, really nice. She's so cute. She's so um, cute. Yeah, but I think you just – I honestly feel like you'd just be like, fuck it, whatever. Think of it as like a work thing. But it is. it does like ruin your – Special night. Your nice special <laughs> yes, night. And also, it's your special <laughs> night, but it's also like a branding exercise in itself. Yes. The red carpet and, and what people think of you, how people perceive you. Exactly. And fashion also extends to like what roles they see you in. Yeah, it's a whole – I don't like Riley Keough's um, Chanel. Um, yeah. I don't mind it, but I don't like the gold thing. What is that? It was very, like, just pretty and simple. I like I like the dress. I, I just don't really get that gold thing over top. Yeah, an overlay. It would be a very pretty wedding dress without that. Yeah, really beautiful. She's so, a Daisy Jones and the Six getting nominated, like, absolutely killed me when it was announced. It was like Sam Claflin nominated for Best Actor for Daisy Jones and the Six. I was like, stop, stop it right now. It's so funny. It's so, so, so funny. Okay, uh, what else? I feel like there's other fun things. 
Mm-hmm. I think that's that. Yeah. Or we can talk about the rest tomorrow anyway if things yeah. come up. Cute. Oh, Helen Mirren's like doing a little twirl in her. There's a lot of purple. Yeah, there's so much purple. Too much. Camilla Marone, too boring. Yeah, too boring. There's a lot of those sort of white Grecian gowns. Yeah, so many. Yeah, same with Ali Wong because I was like, she looks beautiful, love her, love that she wore her glasses, but didn't adore. And what did you think of Greta Gerwig's? Um, it was fine. Yeah. I get that vibe if you're a director just wanting mm-hmm. to be a bit low-key and chic and black. I, I don't love this opera glove trend. No. I, I think it's – I actually – I think people think it, like, slays and it's just a bit – Something. <laughs> Dare I say, okay. Bye bye, bye bye, bye bye. To the beach with my godson. Special. Oh, bye. bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.